God. Now we go, G. Yeah, yeah. So I'm headed up to the schoolhouse. Got our uh, fifth grade program. Schoolhouse. It's gonna be rock. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. Well, you you, go, you going as a parent or as an educator? I'm going as. Uh, I'm the team lead for like you know PE, music, um, library and art so because it's a music program you know i want to make sure that i support my team that's how i am i'm a team player bro <laughs> yeah I'm man hey man i want to ask you to throw an alley-oop i'm gonna throw an alley-oop what, 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 got, what got you into education bro my grandmother and and my pops and my really pops. yeah so like this was so man, long story. So originally, I wanted to be. Oh snap! This thing ain't tight. Every time I turn, this thing gonna swerve. Uh, so originally, I wanted to be a lawyer, like in uh, fourth grade. But the reason I wanted to be a lawyer was just because I like to argue, and I was good at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you can get your parents to be like, I mean, well, and, and you get your. T- Teachers to be like, well, you gotta. I don't, I don't know what to say. You know, I can't like, say you're right, but you're not wrong. You know, so I was like, I, I can do this. So uh, I, I wrote a research paper and in, uh, in fourth grade, and I did some uh, some field experience. My uncle, my uncle was a lawyer, so I went. I lived in Slidell, so I went over over the lake with him to New Orleans. Uh, spent some time at City Hall and went, you know, went to the courthouse. It was boring. It was so boring. I was like, you know what? Like, I, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. I think the best part was lunch. You know, like that was the best part. <laughs> so I was like, like I, I don't think I want to be a lawyer anymore. That that killed that killed that dream for me. So then, like, like after that, I was just like. You know, I, we'll see. I, I kept saying lawyer, but I didn't really know. And uh, then I got up to like high school, started getting like crunch time. I knew I wanted to make good grades. I knew I needed to go to college, so I, my GPA was up. Uh, but it was just like, what are you gonna do? And I was like, well, I want to be, I want to be a massage therapist. That's why I told my, I, I told my pops, I said. I want to be a massage therapist. You know what I'm saying uh, open open a business and do that. Move to LA, uh, have my business going, and then go into like acting. Like I'll make money doing the, having my business, and then I could have my own schedule to do auditions and stuff. Right. But I didn't articulate that plan. My dad was just like, "Nah, like you're not about to go." Like anybody could do that, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to go to college. Right. I'm not thinking like you about to have your own business and be an entrepreneur and not have no student loans. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that was the mindset of parents at that time. You know, that's what they were what they were pushing. Pushing right and now. Yeah, and now they see like, oh snap. <laughs> yeah. You don't have your son get all this debt. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We got on these golden cuffs, bro. Got on these golden cuffs. You know what I'm saying? We in the same system, but on the other side. So yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm so listening. like, 
So I was like, I, I, I don't know. He was like, well, why don't you, you know, why don't you be like a teacher or something? I was like, okay, like that's cool. <laughs> it was just that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Cause I already knew like that that'll be that'll be a cool backup plan. Cause I already knew like I wanted to be a model and an actor. That's what I wanted to do. And I wanted to get money. But if I wanted to be like, you know, stand up guy, provide for my family, you know what I'm saying, be a uh you know a member of society, you know, like all that contribute. Yeah, a, a functioning uh, member of society. You know, like then teacher, that, that's you know that's straight. So uh, that's that's pretty much how I got into that education. And, you know, like I I, I said, All right, I'll, I'll do that. And I went to Southern, got in the the education program there. Realized I didn't want to teach in Louisiana because they pay a lot less, and I got to spend some time in the schools. And they were also teaching us, they, they taught us well at Southern. And they taught us like the ranking of the states, like based on quality of education, you know, like, and I was like, sure, I don't want to go to one of the states that's one of the lowest. Like, right. and that's gonna, that's, gonna, that's gonna be behavior issues. That's gonna be stressful on me. Like, I'm gonna live like that. Uh, but lo and behold, I've been living like that. <laughs> the past two years and uh now it's time to uh seek out these other ventures yeah bro I, I think it's crazy too because as an educator you want to be there for the children but mm -hmm. you don't expect what these children are going through and i feel like with my mom one of the things that really 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 affected me in a positive way was understanding that you know because she would take time from our family time, if you will, yeah. uh, every now and then to spend time with the kids. And you know, me, I didn't really trip on it, but my sister really wanted that 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 time, that family time, yeah. right? And uh, for me, it was just cool because I began to see, okay, cool, man, he ain't got no family, bro. Like, he ain't got no clothes. I never forget, yeah. this this right here, bro, has been one of my craziest riddles of life. I would go to school, now have like one or two classmates that be fresh in hell every day. And I'm like, man, bro, I'm wearing a uniform. They got it made. And as time would have it, I would go to college, come back home, drive the same. Cause you know, my, my, my house was like in the path of the, of the school. And I realized yeah. this nigga living in the hood. He fresh in hell. But what opportunities did he go without? And the best he can do is be fresh as hell. Yeah. I was like, whoa. So, you know, it was, you know, I guess for the, for the, for the children, for the, for the students, it's dope because you get to see everybody ain't got it made. But as an educator, it's like, you know, um, I guess you just come with the job. Man, I've, I've like, in, in the past 10 years, like, I, I show, you seen these grades, bro? In the past 10 years, like, I've experienced so much life. Like, it feels like a whole lifetime. Just because of like all the stories, like all all the lives and people that I've like touched and like have had insights into, and like it's 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 a lot, like it's a lot on on your you know your soul, your psyche, and 
you know, the I think the biggest thing now is like the kids that I deal with at school are the same age as my kids at home, you know, and so like I'm giving my all from when basically when I wake up to like oh yeah oh yeah nonstop. And, and, like, my kids don't necessarily get my best because, like, they don't get me first, you know? Like, uh, like they get what's left over at the end of the day, and I'm exhausted. Uh, at this point, it's a lot better because I'm not working that daycare job. I was working after work, you know, for, you know, a little extra change, and uh, I had to cut that out, so. Yeah, it's, it's funny because... My mom, uh, and I, you know, it's interesting. Now that my mom and I have this dialogue, because I'm out of the house and I don't really have to rebel to keep my mind. <laughs> <You're> uh, <right. laughs> we cool as a fan now. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And, and what's so interesting is, I remember graduating high school and coming home and treating home like it was Baton Rouge to say that, you know, I'm down the street, but I ain't spent no time with moms. And I had to explain to her, it's like, you know, when I was younger, it was always gone. And so I naturally, I'm always on the go. And so yeah. it's, I feel like, you know, it, it's a bittersweet thing. Um, your, your kids are being homeschooled, so I guess it's more mom time. So it is kind of exactly. a, a balance. And I think it's key. Like my dad, my, my dad, um, to the, you know, retired, was a worker, a workaholic, if you will. Um, and, you know, for me, I, I take, took on the same traits. And I think it's just so important to see, for the, for the youth to see, that it takes work ethic and it does take going to work. Now, granted, you ain't gotta clock in and clock out. Whatever your job is or your trade is, it's equally important to put that work right. in. So, you know, for the time you did overwork, I think that it served a good purpose. Yeah, yeah. And I look at people like, uh, I, like just like I look at my my students, my coworkers, and the, like their stories. Like I look at people I haven't met. The stories are well documented, like you know LeBron and and like Samuel L. Jackson, Denzel. Like LeBron is an excellent example of like greatness, just because like of how much time he has to put into to what he does, and yet you know his his kids don't don't want for his attention. You know what I'm saying? Like his his wife don't don't want for his attention. And you know. He does have an off season, so there is sort of a balance. There is an off season, and the the amount of money he's making can provide a lifestyle that everybody's comfortable with now, him being gone for a little while. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to challenge you here. Okay. With this question. I love challenge. Um, I feel being in public schools, it grew me up in a way where I felt like if I was homeschooled first, I wouldn't have the relatability. Like, it's funny because, like, I think about it, and my mom picked up on this, um, but from K through five, well, elementary school for the most part, it really defined who I am as a person. Okay. I realized I finished my work faster. I helped people because my work already done, and then it made me neutral to everybody. So I ain't going to say the lanes, but the, the more reserved people, the sports people, the cool people, the, the, the very intelligent people, the nerdy people, I vibe yeah. with everybody. Exactly. I have those same traits now. Yeah. And it's interesting because I really related back to that time period. So my, my challenge question for you is, uh, do you feel kids in the public school should be homeschooled second 
or do you feel like your children they should be homeschooled first? What's your take on that? Well, that is uh, an excellent question, and there's a lot of factors within that question that can sway the, the answer anyway. Like, because when you say public schools, there's uh, there's grades of public schools, you know? Like, some schools are, are rated A, some schools are rated F. So, wow. if you go to an A school, you know, you'll probably get a quality education. But if you go to an F school, you'll probably get an F-rated education, you know? And, and those students, I believe, if, if they have a home environment that is conducive to learning, then they should be in that place. Uh, not everybody is, is meant or made to do that. Um, I, but I do believe every mother is most likely the expert on their child. Now that doesn't mean you can't outsource for things that you're not an expert in, but when it comes to who they are, like the mother was with them since before they were outside the womb, you know? So if anybody knows them, it's, it's, it's the mom. And, then, and if anybody would, would care for them, it should be the mom, I believe. And so- yeah. uh, now, you, now you know mamas, most mamas is doing it by themselves. So it's like, I gotta work, just go to school. Yeah, and, and when you play in both roles like that, like, and there's no support, I don't see how that's even like an option, you know? But at the same time, there are a lot of women out there that have, have jobs that allow them to do that. Because really, um, school, public school system uh, was basically shaped by the Rockefeller family. Yep. And so did, they did, were- Did he say, uh, he raised, uh, uh, what education is to develop a country of workers, workers. and not thinkers? Workers and not thinkers. Workers and not thinkers. Oh, so and and so how do, and how do you produce that? You teach them everything about nothing. The worker mindset. You teach um, them. You you teach them everything about nothing, and then you have them conditioned to the the work day, and it takes twelve years to condition a person into that for do, it to last. Do you, so, do you know why they introduced colleges? Are you familiar with the history? Mm -hmm. So what happened was this. Now, mind you, my grandmother is, well, my grandmother was born in 1927. Uh, and if you look at the, the newspapers, the U.S. was sold to, to I'm sorry, no, what did it say? Uh, USA sold to U.S. bankers. And that came out in 1927. So in 1907, the Board of Education was created in 1907. 20 years later, the USA was sold to bankers. So they, they, they locked the game down early. But what I, want, what I want to say was, they noticed that there was a gap between the working class and children. So if children finish, you know, junior high, high school by 14, 15, right? You had to be 18 to work, right? Okay. And so what is that middle? Let's put them back in school. Let's teach them, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And then usher in college. And then with college, the same system. Teach them a whole bunch of nothing charge them and then have them pay and with adults th their version of that was uh homes so you know not going for the tangent but in so many ways like they they got us good yeah so basically back to your question uh 
now that all that's been cleared up, um, I feel like if you know how to read and do math, like, because it's like, why are you doing all this algebra and trig, but you can't balance a, a checkbook? Like, you you can you can make it through algebra too, but but you in debt. And just to just the drop of confidence, I'll let you finish. Um, it's crazy because in Atlanta, you know, Atlanta is 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 is. is, is oh, two minute warning. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta's black capital, so. They taught us how to do a checking account or savings account at elementary school, but they also check this out because my school was in the hood and we didn't have spelling bees. I felt more competitive because I know we ain't had nothing like like that. So if we did have something, if I did have that exposure, I could have been in a space where I was actually conditioned to not be vocal because everybody was smarter than me. So you know, being a, a big fish in a small pond, it kind of helped. Oops. But then I feel like if you're in a small pond and you want to be heard, going to a larger school or a more important school can work against you. Um, and that's kind of what I feel like, like you said with the mom, I think some moms know their child. I feel like certain children should be homeschooled to develop them before they go into public school. Yeah. Huh? Like with who they are, like being comfortable with who, because like, especially around like middle school age, a lot of people, because you said who you were by fifth grade. It's like who you were like those years like kind of defined you yeah and so like i want to make sure that like we're holding the reins on how they're being defined you know and who they're becoming and like i said like the outsource um they're they have spaces where you know they're around people that you know aren't with us and um they're around other kids uh there's homeschool whole homeschool communities here in houston that uh meet regularly and okay. uh like do classes together some have like uh even more of a school like vibe you know because a lot of those moms went to school uh i think my kids are unique in the sense that like we just try different curriculums and you know like i said i believe like reading is important logic is important critical thinking, math. Uh, if you can develop those things, like you can basically teach yourself anything. And when it comes to like social interaction, uh, a lot of times the things that we learn, quote unquote, like are experiential and, and, and damaging in a sense. And sometimes we don't have the knowledge to know like, that's not right. Like I've experienced that and that's not right. And you go along and you made it a part of your life to, you know, pass on from that trauma and not realizing that you're doing damage. Right. You know, so I just want to be able to have healthy, full, well-rounded human beings, you know, that uh, we can all get it together. Cool. You know? So, so lastly, um, in about 30 seconds or 60 seconds, what are some suggestions that you could impart on parents to help their children? Or what could you tell parents that could help them build their children's confidence or reinforce what confidence they do have? Um, ask them questions 
listen to him. Like really, really listen. Uh, I think that in itself, because I, I know my grandmother instilled the most confidence in me more more than anybody, and she asked questions and she listened way more than she talked. And when she did, her her words were um, like precise, and her tone was always like pretty even. She wasn't like volatile with her emotional responses, even if I was like annoying. And uh, I guess lastly, like being positive, positive reinforcement, um, you know, pointing out the behavior that you like to see uh, instead of um, calling out what you, what you don't like. Like, it's like drops in a bucket. You know, you could feel the positive or you could feel the negative. And that's gonna shape uh, their inner voice and how they how they talk to themselves. So I would say that. Cool, cool. Truly. Well here, it's it's been uh another confident conversation, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for tapping yeah, in, yeah. bro. For sure. Uh safe travels, dog. And I'm gonna holler at you later. All right, bro, peace. All right, truly. truly. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, like, and share.